0: Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's Q&A. We have got some exciting questions this week. I say that every week, but that's just because I think everything's exciting and I'm always excited to help you guys. So (laughs) you might not think they're quite as exciting, but I definitely do. And so let's crack on. But before I dig into today's questions, um, I also just wanted to run you guys through the Ignite Academy. Now I know that I dropped this big juicy bombshell in the group last week, um, all about the Ignite Academy and kind of next steps, because obviously like we're halfway through week seven, or we're almost at the end of week seven, and I am absolutely gutted that this round of Ignite is almost over. Like I, I actually cannot believe it's the end of February already. On Monday, <clears throat> someone mentioned to me that it was what like the twenty, I don't know sixth or something of Feb on Monday, and I genuinely didn't believe them. I was like, "What are you talking about? It's still like the tenth of Feb, but clearly it's not." And we are at the end of Feb already, and time has like flown by, and I'm just like, "This is madness." But Like I, it's been like incredible obviously over the past seven and a half weeks and I know, well, I mean I hope, but I know from some of you, from what you said that you've absolutely absolutely been loving this programme, you've been really thriving off of the support that you've been getting, obviously having everything done for you, having, you know, the uh, group to kind of share your struggles, share your wins, get advice, you know, with our check-ins as well, seeing you all progress has been amazing and I know that some of you don't want it to end or you don't feel like you're ready for it to end, which is... Exactly, why I've kind of created these next steps and I created the Ignite Academy is so that you know you have somewhere to move into once we've finished Ignite. Because I know that you've maybe done programs in the past and you do get a little bit worried about what comes next. And whilst, of course, throughout Ignite, I've given you so many of the tools that are going to help you with your journey going forward. I know that sometimes the second we actually no longer have that little bit of a support blanket, we just kind of freeze up and we suddenly second guess ourselves and we suddenly go like, oh shit, I've got to try and figure it out by myself now. Like, what do I do? You know, how much, what, like how many workouts do I need to do? Or how much should I be eating? Or how many steps should I be doing? Like, we almost start panicking about the small things when there's really no need to panic. So like the, the point of this academy is so that now we're all kind of getting to different points in our journeys. You know, some of you are maybe ready to transition to maintenance. Some of you might still have a, a bit of weight to lose. Some of you might have more of a focus on building muscle now and really pushing your strength and training. The Ignite Academy is there to make sure that you can seamlessly transition into those new goals and to seamlessly keep that journey going. Um, You know, it is essentially like an extension of the Ignite program. And, you know, you'll kind of continue to get the support that you've been having. So we'll continue to have bi-weekly check-ins. Obviously, we'll have the community of everyone that you can share the journey with. So you can still, you know, share everything in the group. We can chat in there, every day as much as you want to until you're probably sick of hearing hearing from me um, you know you'll still then get access to training plans so they're going to be refreshed every eight weeks so that you can keep getting stronger week on week you can still um, improve your confidence you can keep going for you know longer than just these eight weeks and you no longer have to keep second guessing yourself as like is this the right thing should i be doing something else in the gym like what's going on you'll have everything done for you and again it's about building those lifelong <coughs> eating habits so that we can work together to transition you away from having to rely on tracking calories for the rest of your life because we're not here, we don't live this life to track calories every single day for 50 years um, or, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. We're not here to do that, right? So again, I'm going to be there to support you coming away from tracking and being able to transition out of that and still be able to maintain and continue to get results, right? We're going to work on all of this stuff to yourself, right? You made a commitment to yourself by signing up to this program and we're going to keep that commitment going. We're going we're gonna to keep you getting closer and closer to your goals, smashing the those goals, you know, taking your confidence to like new levels, we're gonna just get you absolutely smashing it. Um, And obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have obviously taken a look at all the information around the Academy, you'll know that that's kind of the, the key Ignite Academy option that you have there. But you do also have the opportunity to upgrade to the VIP package, um, which is going to be kind of best for those of you who maybe have some really, really big specific goals that you want to achieve this year and like you know that you just thrive a bit more with that extra kind of deeper added support um you know maybe you do just want a little bit more of like a one-on-one approach to things so if you do decide to go for the vip upgrade which like i'll be honest right not everyone needs the vip upgrade and if you're not sure which option to go for like drop me a message and we can chat and i'll be honest like whether i think you'd benefit from it or not like i'm not just here to say you should have it if i don't actually think you need it um but with the vip upgrade um you'll kind of get more one-to-one access to access to me and with me so obviously you will be able to chat via whatsapp you know you can send me like um videos from the gym to check over your form and everything you'll also get on top of those bi-weekly check-ins as they are you'll also get a bonus monthly review so that i'll kind of do a full review and like video feedback over your results over how things are going and of course like setting you up with your plan of action for the month ahead and you'll also get personalized programming so again if you're someone who has really really specific goals in the gym or strength goals or maybe you have I don't know a goal of building like loads of muscle this year maybe you really want to grow your glutes or something like that again you'll be perfect for that uh VIP package just because you're going to get that personalized programming rather than the um, kind of refreshed session uh, refreshed training plans each eight weeks in the general academy which are you know they're not quite as specific they're not quite as tailored and um, also like if you're someone who trains from home for example maybe you do like a hybrid of home and gym and again you have quite specific circumstances maybe you have injuries or anything like that to work around again that having that personalized programming can be really beneficial um, and we'll also start with that first week post-ignite, if you do decide to go for the upgrade, our first week post-ignite will actually be a full assessment week. So we're going to do a deep dive into your current food habits, your activity levels, um, you know, things like what you're eating. So we'll do a food diary, not anything to be scared of, by the way, by doing something like a food diary. Um, But again, we'll just kind of be able to look a little bit more specifically into your current habits and maybe what we need to tweak and change to streamline your results going forwards, right? Um, And so, as I already mentioned, right, any questions, pop it in the group. You have got till obviously the end of the program. So you've got like another just over a week to have a think over things and get yourself obviously clocked in for either the Ignite Academy or with that VIP upgrade if you wish. And like I said, we can talk through it in your check-ins this week as well, um, just so that, yeah, you can figure out which one's going to be best for you going forward. And yeah, so that we can keep, keep the results going and keep your progress coming because you're all absolutely smashing it so far. And you've all been an absolute dream to work with, like I'm loving it and I don't want it to stop. Um, Anyway, enough about the Academy now, let's get into today's questions. Right, excuse me. So, Louise. Uh, Is doing a gym class after my workout okay to get my cardio in? I did a 45-minute boot camp this evening and thought I might die, but I know I need to start getting some cardio in. It was all like bodyweight exercises, squats, squat pulses, push-ups, burpees, etc. Then in brackets, does this even count as cardio? So, but I like starting with that kind of last comment that you made. Things like these boot camps, in terms of the sorts of cardio that we recommend for kind of health benefits and like alongside a fat loss, fat loss journey. So the sorts of cardio that we've spoken about previously, this doesn't really fall into that category. Those sorts of boot camp workouts and things like that, they do for, fall more into, I don't want to call it strength training because it's not strength training as you know it from like the workouts that you've been provided during Ignite, but it would fall more into the like, muscular endurance kind of category which I know might sound a little bit weird but you know you're working your muscles it's not really cardio it's more like you're working your muscles at very high reps um <clears throat> and working kind of those exercises at very high reps and things like that yes your heart rate's going to be probably flying high yes you're going to be out of breath yes you're probably going to be really sweaty but I probably wouldn't necessarily use that as your cardio or if you are going to use that just to do something that's going to get your heart rate pumping a little bit more I would do it on a completely separate day. So I wouldn't recommend doing it after your workout. I think you said you did it after your workout, right? Yeah. I definitely wouldn't recommend doing it after your workout just because if you've trained hard enough in that workout, I'll be honest, like you shouldn't have enough strength and energy left to be doing squat pulses and burpees and all of that stuff. I know you did say that you felt like you might die when you're doing it. (laughs) But like if you've pushed yourself hard enough in your workout, like that like the the reps that you're doing in that boot camp and what you're doing in there, like it's not it's not gonna be your finest work, let's just put it that way. So if you are gonna do that, it's not necessarily a bad thing to do. But I would do it on a whole separate day, um, rather than doing it on top of a workout just because your legs are gonna be knackered, your arms are probably gonna be knackered, especially if I think you're doing like the full body workout split, right? For the um the ignite session. So yeah. I wouldn't recommend it, potentially do it on a separate day. But honestly, like, you're better off just hopping on a treadmill or a bike or a cross trainer for 20 minutes after your workout and doing some more like gentle cardio, which actually is going to kind of tie in with uh, Nadine's question in a second. But yeah, honestly, like you're better off just hopping on a machine and doing some sort of like steady state cardio there so like i said maybe hop on a treadmill do like an incline walk hop on a bike cross trainer and um, maybe do some like intervals um or like on the bikes and the cross trainers you can kind of set the programs where like the resistance goes up and down up and down stuff like that i would normally suggest just doing that or you know or go on like a rower or assault bike or whatever you're Whatever you, I'm go, I'm not going to say whatever you enjoy because let's face it, it's not always that enjoyable. But whatever you whatever you fancy on the day, uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with these classes, but um, yeah, I just wouldn't do it on top of a strength workout because it's potentially going to impact your recovery as well from that session, and yeah, make sure that you're working hard in your strength workouts. And if you are, you probably won't have enough energy to do that. <laughs> or if you do, you're yeah, you'll be like dying by the end of it. But <clears throat> obviously, off the back of what I just mentioned about what we call kind of steady state cardio and doing something that's not super duper high intent like high intensity, feeling like you're dying. Uh, Nadine's question or kind of comment, I guess, was can you tell us something about the benefits of heart rate goals? My Fitbit tracks the minutes I reach certain heartbeat zones and I was wondering if it's beneficial to take that into account, for example, during training. So this advice that I'm about to give, by the way, is for people who, if anyone's listening and you have like a heart condition or you have any sort of condition that is impacted by your heart rate, this does not apply to you, Um, but if you're like, generally speaking, because just as a little side note, like if, I can't get my words out, obviously if you have any sort of heart condition or any sort of condition that affects your heart, you're likely not going to want to push your heart rate up too high, so again, just yeah, listen to your body and know your limits, if that is you, if you do fall into that category, check with your doctor, or someone I'm not I'm not advising anything for you guys. So provided that you have a happy, healthy heart <laughs> and nothing of that kind. Generally speaking with your heart rate, when you're doing strength training, honestly like don't don't look at it and don't worry about it too much naturally when you're doing a set of an exercise your heart rate's going to come up in between sets your heart rate's going to come down and um, potentially you can kind of keep an eye on that and i think sometimes smartwatches will kind of make little notes on this but again things like um noticing your recovery so again as you get stronger and as you get fitter you might start to notice that your heart rate uh recovers quick like quicker between sets which is a good thing you know if your heart rate's taking a very long time to recover after like a heavy set of squats for example um then again, if we can like reduce that time and it starts to kind of recover quicker, that's a good thing. But again, it's not necessarily something that you need to think about or um, focus on. When it comes to cardio, however, you might also see it's a little bit of a, I don't necessarily want to say trend, but it seems to be over social media a little bit more at the moment about zone two or zone three or zone one cardio. So going back kind of, I suppose, as well with um, Louise's point, talking about cardio here and maybe what we want to what we want to be opting for we do kind of want to be looking towards this like zone two which tends to be um around kind of 65 to 75 percent of your maximum heart rate i really really wouldn't stress too 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 much about this um like when you're doing your cardio kind of I think the the way that I normally describe it and I think the way that I covered it in the like goal setting right at the start of Ignite obviously when we spoke about setting your cardio goals and things like that is regardless of maybe kind of well not necessarily regards what your heart rate is but if you're doing your kind of cardio sessions of like 20 plus minutes in an ideal world like you should still be able to hold a conversation so again you're not working so intense that like if someone were to ask you a question you wouldn't even be able to respond to them because you're so out of breath and feeling like you're dying which again louise if you were doing like burpees and stuff you might have been in that situation Um, so you ideally want to be in a position when you're doing cardio that you could still hold a conversation with someone who's next to you whether you're walking whether you're running whether you're cycling whether you're on a Stairmaster, God forbid, if you are a psychopath, uh, you know, whatever cardio it is that you're doing, we want to be kind of within that, within that zone or within that area. So yeah, I wouldn't necessarily worry too much about your heart rate goals. Also, as you get fitter, you will spend more time in like the lower heart rate zone. So you will have to work much harder to get your heart rate up. And you may notice obviously over time that your resting heart rate comes down a little bit. Again, generally the fitter you are, the lower your resting heart rate. So again, these are all kind of things that you can have a look at and pay attention to and monitor if you want, but I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think, especially with things like Fitbits and Apple Watches and smartwatches in general, like they track a lot of things which are actually not really all that important to, to the general population, right? Again, if you were training for a marathon or something and you were doing different types of runs each week and you wanted to make sure that you were, you know, running in the right, intensity and things like that then we might pay attention to heart rate a little bit more but for general guidance don't worry about it too much um it's like it's always good to get your heart rate up here and there but especially during strength training don't worry too much about it um so yeah hope that has kind of answered both of those questions um yeah hopefully and i think yeah they sort of tied in quite nicely together actually a bit about cardio and heart heart rate and all that fun stuff. Um but yeah also as i said if you are someone with any sort of heart issues be careful with your heart rate and don't don't necessarily always listen to general advice for it and make sure that you're not sending your heart rate up too high. Um <laughs> anyway moving on. Um so Nadine i've got another question. Uh, When do you know when it's time to go into a maintenance phase? I haven't lost as many pounds as I hoped, but I'm quite happy with my body shape right now. I'm not really sticking to my calories last week, in brackets, rather maintenance, and focusing on building strength. I don't know if to continue with the fat loss phase now or just adjust to maintenance and smashing training? Well, first of all, I'm glad that you didn't stitch your calories last week because it was your wedding. So congratulations again. (laughs) Um, And I hope that you did take a few days off that I I told you to. Um, (laughs) I hope. But anyway, so this is a really, really great question. I think I mentioned this, I feel like I mentioned it a few weeks ago as well, when... Um, One of the other girls, Liv, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but uh, she was kind of saying how she felt like she needed to drop more body fat to kind of have the body that she wanted, when actually in reality the thing that she didn't need to do or the thing that she actually needs to do to you know, maybe get the body that she's after isn't actually eat less, it's not to lose more body fat, it's not to drop more weight, it's actually to start prioritising eating enough, fueling her body and really, really pushing her strength in the gym. And I think often we go into a weight loss phase, and especially if you've maybe lost weight in the past and gained some weight back, and maybe in the past you had, you felt more confident in yourself when you weighed, I don't know, let's say like 70 kilos, that's when you felt good in the past. So you go into a new weight loss journey thinking, I'm going to feel good when I get to 70 kilos, or I'm going to feel good when I lose 10 pounds, or my goal of this weight loss phase or this fat loss phase is to get down to, I don't know, like a size 10 or a um. yeah, like 70 kilos or whatever it might be. And then this is like the reason why I'm not a massive fan and I never ever suggest having like uh, weight-based goals because nine times out of 10, where you're happiest and, you know, where you can live your day-to-day life in the best way and where you can actually feel best in yourself isn't necessarily at your lightest weight. And I would say nine times out of 10, the only reason that women... Um, kind of get frustrated in themselves is because they keep trying to lose more and more and more weight because they think that that's what they want to do and that's where they need to be. But actually, if they just focused on maintenance and focused on continuing to like change their body composition, they'd be much happier. And it's so easy to get hung up on the scales and be like, they're not dropping anymore Like, and I need to lose weight. But actually, like Nadine, exactly as you said, you may not have lost as many pounds as you wanted to, but you're happy with your body shape right now. And that's the more important thing. Like happiness doesn't equal a number on the scale, right? Like, so right now, for example, I am probably like, I'm like the heaviest I've been in a long time. And yet the last time I was at this weight, I looked significantly different. Like the last time that I weighed the same that I do now was at the end of like a bulking phase. I'd been eating like 3000 calories a day. I was genuinely like sick of food. Like, honestly, I'd be like shoveling food down me at dinner, I'd be have like this massive bowl of pasta and I'd just be like, I hate my life right now because I'm having to eat so much, which I know sounds ridiculous. But when like you're eating high volume foods right, trying to eat that much is actually really hard. Um but so last time I was at this weight, I'd just done this bulking phase. So I was really, really focusing on building muscle and packing on as much as I could and really, really pushing my strength and getting as strong as possible. And yet now, probably two ish maybe even close to three years on I'm the same weight as I was there but my body looks completely different and actually it's funny that this comes up now because I was actually literally I took some progress photos this morning um and I was actually taking a look back at a sort of comparison right from the last time I was this weight because like go back to the start of this year I was probably the heaviest I've ever been and I don't look the heaviest I've ever been right I still look leaner than like previous years kind of before I really got into strength training and everything and so quite often it's not our you know where we're happiest in our body and kind of what feels best and what our body shape is there's nothing to do with that number on the scales I went off on a bit of a tangent there but you know me by now like we we love a little tangent and everything so um yeah like Nadine I actually think you're in a really really good spot where you are feeling happy in your body and we can really shift that focus to maintenance and like body recomposition Again, if you're not familiar with what I mean by body recomposition... It's about eating generally around maintenance. And what we talk about when we think about body composition is, I suppose you could look at it as your ratio in a way of like muscle to fat. And so, for example, me now weighing the same as me at the end of a bulk, my ratio of fat to muscle is quite different. So, back then I had more body fat and perhaps a bit less muscle, whereas now I maybe have more muscle and a bit less body fat. So, whilst I weigh the same, my body shape is completely different because. As I'm sure you've heard the whole phrase, like, muscle weighs more than fat. That's not technically true, right? Because a kilogram of anything is still a kilogram. But what that actually means is that, like, a kilogram of fat occupies a much larger space than a kilogram of muscle. So if you were to lose a kilogram of fat and gain a kilogram of muscle... It would take up less space in your body. So, this is why often you might, like, often you see posts of people who are like, I weigh the same in these two photos, but I look completely different. Which, again, like I've just explained, I'm in that situation where last time I weighed this um, amount, I looked totally different and my body composition was totally different. Um, And so, that is why, actually, for a lot of people, losing more weight sometimes isn't the answer to them feeling confident and comfortable in their body. Also, because if you're going to have to make more compromises or compromises maybe that you're not even willing to make to lose as much maybe body fat as you want to or to lose more weight, then actually a lot of people are better off sticking around maintenance and focusing on getting strong and building muscle and just generally like feeling good in themselves, right? Because at the end of the day, we don't lose weight just to lose weight, right? I think a lot of people, they go into a weight loss journey with the idea of when I lose weight, I'm going to feel more confident, I'm going to feel better in myself, Um, I'm going to Uh, you know find myself again I'm gonna enjoy life more because I'm not worried about how I look but the thing is it's not the weight loss that makes you feel that way it's your achievements it's your accomplishments it's the fact that you actually take care of your body because you eat well and you go to the gym and you exercise and all of these different things and so that confidence or that happiness is not attached to a number on the scales and I know that for some of you it can be quite hard to think that it's not because many of us still get a bit caught up on the scales if they increase if they decrease we get a little bit caught up on the number and we maybe get a little bit upset if it jumps up a little bit but at the end of the day that confidence comes from within and coming from you know Ticking off the boxes to say, like, I'm doing all of these things out of love and respect for my body. And I've I've just gone off on like another massive tangent there, and I'm not entirely sure where that trail of thought was going. But <laughs> circling a background, um, you know, is to when you're kind of asking yourself, I suppose, when do I know when it's time to go into a maintenance phase? I think often you'll know the answer for yourself. So, like Nadine, for example, like you say, you haven't lost that many pounds, but you're happy with where you're at. And I think when you feel that way, there's no point in trying to force yourself to lose more weight if actually you're pretty happy where you are, because as I said, you're then probably going to have to make more compromises that you're not really wanting or willing to do, and you're going to be kind of fighting a little bit against what you feel is right, you know, you always sort of want to follow your gut a little bit, but um, And next week's training, obviously the final training is going to dive into this a little bit more and kind of, I suppose, going forward, like what to do with your journey and everything. But obviously this kind of transition as well from, you know, fat loss and dieting into maintenance is also like one of the reasons why I put together the Ignite Academy because I know that this transition can be really scary. And I know that it can be hard to know whether it's the right time or, you know, how much more I should be eating or do I need to change my training or anything? So obviously if you know, you do want a little bit of support with that. Obviously, the Ignite Academy is there for you, either like just the general academy or the the kind of extra package as well with the more kind of personalised support. But of course, like next week, we will kind of be diving into maintenance and bits like that a little bit more. Anyway and obviously like we can chat about this in your check-in this week as well so we can just kind of touch on where things are at um in terms of kind of how much you've been eating how training is going and just generally kind of how you're feeling and your body right because i think you've been doing so so well and also like you got married last week so i'm so excited for you this no yeah last week when was it last third no yeah, end of last week, right? Your photos all look beautiful, um, by the way, and yeah, I'm so I'm so happy for you and excited for you. <laughs> but again, another tangent. Um, but again, like I know that one of the things for you when you joined Ignite was a little bit like, oh, you know, I want to. You know, feel good in my dress or whatever on my wedding day. Like I just sort of want to stay in shape and things like that for my wedding. So again, now that that's been and gone, you might be quite happy. Like actually, you know what? I felt incredible on my wedding day. I'm really happy with where things are at. I'm really proud of myself for sticking to this routine that I've been building. Um, I'm feeling really confident in the gym and I'm ready to start smashing those workouts. And so I'm just happy where I'm at. I'm gonna, you know, continue to build some muscle, increase my strength, sure my body my body shape and composition might change over time but actually like that's not my main focus right now and that's okay it doesn't have to be you get to change that focus from physique oriented or like physique based and the way that you look and being on aesthetics to strength and performance in the gym and being healthy and taking care of yourself and uh, like showing up for yourself and all of that like you're you are in a spot now where you can make that switch because there's nothing wrong with having aesthetic based goals right there's nothing wrong with wanting to change your appearance but you can't have that being the only driving factor behind your goals which is why when you then transition to maintenance it's really important to kind of start shifting your focus and start shifting your goals a little bit away from maybe more you know fat loss and physique based goals which sounds like you're kind of in a in a good position right now anyway but yeah obviously navigating that going from a fat loss phase to maintenance can feel a little bit scary. It can often be filled with a bit of self-doubt along the way in terms of like, am I eating too much? Am I doing the right things? You know, and making sure that you don't kind of, I don't really like to use the word rebound because I don't really like that word to be honest, but just making sure that you're, you're doing the right things, I guess, to kind of make that transition and make it as seamless and easy as possible and then like I said as well kind of starting to transition away from tracking calories and just being able to be in a position where you don't have to track your food to maintain your results and you're still making sure that you're getting enough protein you're still eating the right things excuse me you're still eating the right amount you're still training hard you've still got like the right workouts there to get you the results that you want to see in the gym um so yeah obviously we can chat through Options as well. Obviously, with the academy and everything, obviously, I would love to have you join us and love to have you continue on with us. Uh, but obviously, yeah, you've you've got that obviously to to help you transition uh, if if you wish, because I know that it can feel a little bit daunting. And obviously, for any of the other girls listening to this, you might be in a position as well. Like I know a few of you. I won't I won't name I won't name names. I won't name and shame. No, it's not name and shame. I'm joking. But I know that some of you are definitely in a position where. Even now, but at the very least, like in a few weeks' time, you're in a position where, even though you might not think it in your head, because we still get hung up on the scales and that takes a while to overcome um, when for years you've been hung up on the scales, but like there are a few of you who are in a position right now that actually you'd probably do really well moving to maintenance and prioritizing training hard, putting that extra food to good use, you know, focusing on building muscle and building strength in the gym whilst maintaining your weight because especially like a lot of you guys have busy family lives you know you don't want to be tracking your calories you know for that long ideally like we want to get in get it done and get out again if that if that makes sense um so again like you're possibly ready already to kind of start transitioning to maintenance and there's a few of you in the group which again i won't name you i won't name names but i will probably mention it in your check-ins if i haven't already um like some of you are definitely ready even though you think that you want to drop more weight or you have another five pounds to lose or whatever, realistically, losing another five pounds probably isn't going to make you any happier. It's probably not going to make you love your body anymore. It's probably not going to magically make you any more confident. Starting to feel more confident in yourself and feel better in yourself is going to come from doing the shit that would in theory bring those results, right? So it's not losing weight it's not doing x y and z it's the process that we take it's the actions that we take to get us there so focusing on the process and being proud of yourself for getting to the gym three days a week every week for the last eight weeks you know eating three meals a day with fruit veg and protein and you know or whatever like it's like those basic things that you do day to day that show that you love and respect and yeah care for your body those are the things that make you feel good and also it is so can't remember what word i was going to use then i was going to go really like in with a lot of oomph on a word then and then i couldn't remember what word it was but like it feels great when you can then shift your focus to like performance in the gym because you can be like yeah i'm in a great spot now i'm going to give myself that little bit of extra food you know another couple hundred calories a day or however much it might be for you to bring yourself up to maintenance and i'm going to use that to push myself hard in the gym Maybe you have a goal of being able to do like a pull-up or a full press-up or maybe you want to be able to hip thrust 60 kilograms or be able to lift your body weight for a deadlift, whatever those goals might be. Those are so empowering to start working towards. As I already mentioned, it's absolutely okay to have physique-based goals, absolutely okay to want to change your appearance, but having those other goals as well, you feel incredible. Maybe you're someone who even wants to, like, take up running or something. Maybe you're one of those weirdos. I feel like everyone is taking up running at the moment. And I, part of me almost gets FOMO when I see, like, the cute aesthetic running girl videos on Instagram. And then I remember that when I run for even, like, five minutes, I literally look like a tomato and I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> so, like, I always get FOMO a little bit. And then I remember what i'm like when i run and i'm like you know what i'm i'm good with not running but sometimes i do get a bit of FOMO sometimes i i'm sat on the sofa watching tv and i'm like maybe i should go out for a run and then like 2 minutes later i talk talk myself out of it but if anyone wants to make a commitment to starting running how about we do a little ignite virtual run club um <laughs> we can all hop on like a zoom call on our on our phones but with the sounds off because all you'd hear from me is like panting and heavy breathing, and it would not... And probably some swearing as well, because I'd be like, why the frick am I doing this? Um, can you tell that I just love running? uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I actually, do you know what? This is just a really random story, Um, just because why not? But a few years ago, I actually entered the ballot for the London Marathon. I did like a Tough Mudder, one of the 10K ones. So I've been doing a fair bit of running in the lead up to the Tough Mudder event. Cause so I was like, yeah, let's get my fitness up. And I was like running 10Ks. And I was like, yeah, this is great. And so off the back of that, I was all hyped up from doing this. If you don't know what Tough Mudder is, it's like an obstacle run race thing. And off the back of that, it was... Around the time that you could enter the ballot for the London Marathon, I was like, Yeah, why not? Like, let's do it. Enter the ballot and you entered in like April and then they released the results, I think, in October. And I just remember October rolled around and I was like praying. I was thinking, like, I swear to God, please do not give me a place in this marathon because it's so hard to get a spot in the London Marathon. Like, if you get a place, you have to take it. Like, you can't just turn that down because it's so unlikely that you're actually going to get a spot. And so I was literally sat there like, please don't get a space. Please don't get a space. And thankfully, I did not. <laughs> but I did get the jacket. So I do have a London Marathon jacket that you got for, like, entering the ballot. And so sometimes I, I wear it and I walk around and I'm like, yeah, totally did the London Marathon, even though I couldn't think of anything worse. But I've got, I've got the jacket. You know how they say, like, been there, done that, got the T-shirt? But I'm like, I got the jacket even though I have not run even remotely close to a marathon. I think the first I've ever run is maybe like 12K. Um, And I have not been for a run since COVID times. Do you remember when there was that like tag five, no, run five, tag five or something? There was that trend in COVID. I'm just completely waffling on now, so I'm going to shut up. But yeah, that was the last run I did, I'm pretty sure. It was like a 5K. And it was actually about a week after I recovered from having COVID and my lungs were on fire. Um, But anyway... I'm going to shut up because I've just been rambling on with random stories for the last five minutes. So, um, yeah, tell me your running, put your running stories in the group if you have any fun or funny ones uh, or any any goals that you have. Have you got any, like, performance-based goals, right? What's an exercise that you are loving? What's an exercise that you really want to push yourself on? Maybe is there a new exercise that you want to get good at? You know, like I said, maybe you want to learn to do a pull-up or a push-up or anything like that. Um, yeah. Pop it in the group. And also, if you're hitting any more PBs or anything right now, put them in the group. Um, as always, any other questions, anything else you need, put them in the group. Can't wait for our check-ins this week very excited as always to see how you are all getting on um and yeah obviously take a look as well over the ignite academy page again i will pop it as well in the group and we'll chat through it in your check-in so let me know obviously if you're going to continue and kind of work with us going forward in the academy or if obviously you want to upgrade to the vip package as well uh for that bit of extra support but otherwise have a fabulous day I will see you all in your check-ins tomorrow and yeah, let's smash this final week.